0: This is an All Ears English Podcast, episode 1360. Become a smart aleck with these tips on English names.
1: Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, If someone asks you for your John Hancock, will you know what to do? In today's episode, we cover some of the common usages of names to communicate something. Make sure you know them so that you can respond appropriately. Listen in today. This episode was recorded a few weeks in advance. Our understanding of the COVID-19
0: situation has changed since then. We hope you are healthy and safe. And we hope that All Ears English can be a bright spot in your day during this moment of uncertainty. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Hey, Michelle, how you doing today? What's up? Hey, Lindsay, not too much. Not too much. How are you?
1: Oh, my gosh. You know, we are recording this in mid-March. Yeah, at this point, we are. We don't know if we're at the height of this craziness, this coronavirus epidemic. We actually don't know where we are on the curve right now, which to me is the crazy part. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, We don't know. It's like this... A huge it's like you know you're looking at a out a window and it's totally black you have no idea like what's in front of you yeah yeah
1: but guys we're here for you I mean we have no plans to stop recording we publish all airs English four days a week and we publish IELTS energy podcast three days a week as well as IELTS energy YouTube channel three uh twice a week I believe so you can count on us over there on these channels that's why our listeners should go ahead and hit subscribe so they don't miss it right Michelle?
0: definitely definitely guys we are here uh we are plugging away we're doing this let's see what happens and i hope everyone's okay yeah exactly so we're just going to give you two
1: seconds right now to go to your app wherever you listen and hit subscribe are you ready michelle (laughs) yes (laughs) all right here we go two one zero all right hopefully you guys are all subscribed now michelle what are we getting into today
0: Today we are going to be talking about names and how they are used in English.
1: Hmm. Okay. So names are so important, right? We've done episodes in the past on why it's important to remember someone's name, how powerful it is when we use names, but this one's a little sillier, right?
0: <laughs> oh, we are this is a total silly one. Yeah. Total silliness. <laughs> we need some uh, some lightheartedness right now, for sure. I think so. I think so. Now we did do an episode before, guys. You can go back
1: into our archives and look at up. Episode 645. Don't be a plain Jane or a Joe Schmo. How to get American cultural archetype references. Good
0: episode, right, Michelle? definitely definitely this is a good one so head over to that one but guys today we are going to give you more more of these ways to use names and how I mean some of these are silly and some of them are just kind of embedded in our language and it's not silly it's just a regular thing
1: mm, exactly so what do you say we just dive right into them and kind of so these are yeah these are names you're gonna hear in conversation and they kind of mean something right they have a meaning an immediate meaning meaning and you know what people are trying to say to you when they call you this name (laughs) right
0: (laughs) right definitely definitely okay so yeah we're gonna get into it so the first one is what Lindsay
1: okay Bitter Bob or Bitter Betty. Now, to be honest, I didn't know this one before. No?
0: No, no. Oh, that's funny. Uh Uh-huh.
1: I knew Debbie Downer, but we've done that in another episode.
0: Right, right. I think we've talked about that briefly in another episode. So we're teaching you another way of Debbie Downer is kind of a Bitter Betty or a Bitter Bob. That's so funny. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe
1: it's a regional thing, Lindsay. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, you grew up in the Mid-Atlantic region. I grew up in the Northeast. don't know. Who knows? Right. But what does it mean when someone calls you a bitter Bob or a bitter Betty?
0: It means, you know, you're you're (laughs) kind of being you have a little bit of uh, you're well, how can I say it without saying a downer? Well, I can say you're a, bit, you're a downer, right? You're not enjoyable to be around. Yeah. You're, 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 you're kind of like negative.
1: Yeah. I mean, and even to get more specific, we could do another episode, Michelle, another day on this concept of being bitter, right? But I feel like it has a pretty specific meaning. It's like something's happened to you. Usually it's based on circumstances, right? And you just can't get over it. I get a sense of like the victim mentality. That's what I associate bitter with, kind of a victimhood. Do mm-hmm. you do you have that association as well? Like you're bitter. Yeah, I
0: think mm-hmm. so. Just uh, someone who is always thinking that things are terrible mm-hmm. and something mm-hmm. has ba- bad has happened towards them. To them.
1: Exactly. That's the key piece about bitter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's do a rapid switch. And what is this? This is something a little different, right?
0: Okay, wait, let's just give one more, one little example. Oh, yeah, I skipped over our example. No, 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 that's good. Okay, so for example, you could say, I'm sorry to be a bitter Bob. I'm just hungry, right? Mm. You could even use that in that kind of a way. It it doesn't necessarily have to be you're bitter, right? I think it can be more like you're just in a bad mood or you're kind of like no, this isn't good. No, that isn't good. And I agree with you. I think that we could talk more about being Mm -hmm. bitter. But in this, Mm -hmm. these examples, I don't think it has to be like that deep.
1: Yeah, it can be as loosely interpreted as you want, right? It can be as specific or as general and and broad as we want. But that's good. And that's the other function here, right? You're talking about yourself. So there's two ways to use this. Maybe someone says that to you and you understand it because you listen to today's episode, guys, or you say it about yourself. And that's even more interesting, right? It's kind of self-deprecating.
0: Right. 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 Exactly. Like if I'm if I knew that I just kind of like snapped at someone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or something. I could say, oh, my gosh, I don't mean to be a bitter Betty. I'm just (laughs) I haven't eaten all day. I'm so sorry. Right. I mean, (laughs) it is silly sounding just so you know. I mean, this is not something you would bring to a job interview. Right. And hopefully Hopefully you're not bitter in a job interview. interview. Right. Exactly. So you wouldn't even do that in the first place. But What you would uh, do is if you're in a casual situation and maybe you want to lighten it up a little bit with a tiny little humorous little phrase.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. All right. So we're going to pivot now to something completely different, right? Yes. And what is it, Michelle? What are we talking about? Are you stuck at the intermediate or upper intermediate level? Do you want to become fearless and fluent in English? We can show you how to do it by focusing on connection, not perfection when you speak English. But to get on board, you need to hit subscribe now so you don't miss any of our episodes. So go ahead and hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks, guys.
0: Okay, so this is another way that a name is used where you don't even think about it being a name, right, Lindsay? So this one is Adam's apple.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so this is the part on your throat that kind of sticks out. Often in men it's more clearly pronounced, right? But I can feel mine too now, even though it's more in for a woman. Right. Right. So he has right. a large Adam's apple is what you would say. It's just like it's very obvious sometimes when you look at someone that they have it's and it's fine. It's just like part of I don't know, biology. <laughs> it's it's some it's not yeah. a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Adam's apple. All right. So then going back to kind of like naming people, right? Is
0: the next right. one. Right. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to give you guys A variety today so this Mm -hmm. one is smart aleck
1: yeah no I like this one this is good
0: yeah yeah Yeah. so what what is it why do you like it Lindsay
1: I don't know it just feels like it's been around forever this term it's it is an insult right it's something like or it could be playful you're saying to your friend or your kid don't be a smart aleck right right. Um, it just means that the person is being A a smarty Right They're just trying Maybe they're talking They think they know everything Maybe like a know-it-all A know-it-all And uh, there are also A lot of people tend to use Certain curse words In this situation too Right (laughs) (laughs) But we don't really use curse words On the show So we won't share those But yeah So what's an example Sentence Michelle
0: Okay So I could say something like Oh he's pretty uh, (laughs) obnoxious I could say Take two two. I'd say He's pretty obnoxious He's a smart aleck But he doesn't know everything
1: Mm, Exactly Exactly. okay so that's perfect that's perfect I love this I just this. got another yeah. uh, I
0: just got another idea for a future episode is okay. when people do say take two or something take like two. starting yeah. something over right Ooh. guys so look out for that in the future
1: we have so many episode ideas Michelle like guys oh my why, gosh.
0: I mean that's why you
1: have to be subscribed to the show so you yes. don't miss them okay so go and hit subscribe this next one is so embedded in our culture what is yes. it
0: John Hancock
1: yeah and I believe that John Hancock was, was the first man that signed the Declaration of Independence or was one of the prominent signatures.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, that it, he signed the Declaration of Independence. So we use John Hancock when we're saying signature. Yeah, right? yes.
1: I could imagine for some, for some of our listeners, maybe you guys are renting an apartment in the States and someone says... Here you go. I need your Don Hancock here. People say that all Mm -hmm. the time. I've had landlords say that to me. I've had... Oh, yeah. It's really common, especially for, I think, older men will say that for some reason. Um, Yeah. And you got to know what it means.
0: And it just means
1: sign on the line.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's so funny how then we took that name and made it into... You know, it's really interesting how these these things happen. And that's why I wanted to touch on it today, because it also is cultural a little bit as well.
1: Oh, it's very historical. historical Of Mm -hmm. historical... Oh, right. for sure. For sure. I was in Philadelphia. I actually did a couple of Instagram updates last May. Oh, nice. I took a right. trip to Philly where the old state house was, the old Capitol building. I mean, fascinating being in those places where everything began the Declaration of Independence, the Liberty Bell. It's all in Philly. It's so interesting.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, I I actually was in Philly uh, a couple weeks ago as well and it's interesting Mm. because I don't really go to many of those things now because I've already done them, right? right? At a certain point if you've been somewhere enough, you don't go but then you're like, wait, I'm in such a historical important place in the US and I'm not even realizing Yeah,
1: I mean it's true like I did all that stuff as a kid too but I find going back and redoing these things as a a, a thoughtful adult is much better because I actually want to know the details. I'm interested
0: now (laughs) when I was a kid, I didn't really care. I was like, when's lunch you know (laughs) I know do you ever feel like sometimes you wish you could go back to school in a way now because you would have paid more attention and you would have been smarter if you had done school now that's
1: the tragedy when you're a kid you don't really I mean unless of course there are a lot of good teachers out there a lot of really good schools that do get kids really into the history but unfortunately I feel I feel like my school was not that great and so I just kind of wanted to take the test and move on memorize the data the information and take the test and get a grade and move on it's it's such a tragedy
0: (laughs) it is it totally is oh my Oh gosh. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's you kind of mentioned this. You feel like you would hear maybe older men using this. I don't really know that somebody. Mm, somebody much much younger would use this, yeah. Uh, saying like, "Oh, I need your John Hancock," right? Yeah. So you might hear some people using it, some people not using it, but you will hear it.
1: Yeah, it may be a dying out phrase, unfortunately. Um, I think <clears> it could <throat> be, but you should be ready for it because
0: yeah, you're inter- so. <laughs> you're,
1: you're always you're going to be interacting with certain people that would use it. So that's important. right. And
0: it, I can imagine it, if somebody says, "Give me your John Hancock," and you don't know what that is, you're like, and "What?" what? mean, there's, a, there's no way to guess that.
1: Just don't get so distracted that you don't read what you're signing.
0: <laughs> right. Oh yeah, that's exactly right. That's true. All oh right, my gosh.
1: All right, so why wh- why are we learning this today? I mean, why is this so interesting and useful, Michelle?
0: Well, because Lindsay, these have made their way. Mm-hmm. into real language. So whether it's in a silly way or it's more like from culture or history, yeah. right? Names um h- evolve into actual terms, into idioms, into different things. They're very common. And these are important for sounding more natural when you speak. There are so many of these. I mean mm-hmm. I just chose a few of them that I thought would be be good, but yeah. there are there are countless ones that we could yeah. do many, many follow-ups on this. Oh, um sure. And I mean, I would be uh, impressed if I heard someone using these. That's the other part of it is if I heard, you know, somebody who's, um, working on their English, say, oh, like, sorry to be a bitter petty, or if they said, yeah. oh, he's a smart I'd be like, whoa, right? Yeah. So these are things that are going to, if you're talking with somebody and you use these, these are going to, it's definitely going to perk their ears up, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to say, oh, wow, nice. Yeah. It brings you to that next level of connection because it makes people feel like you
1: really know the language. You don't know it in a textbook way, but you know it in a real life way, which can strengthen right. that connection, right? And that's what we're always after on this show, right? What That's what we're trying to show you guys how to do. So to take it to the next level, you actually have to go out and use these or try to recognize them when you hear them and respond, right?
0: Right, right, right. Definitely. So listen for these or maybe, you know, maybe you will hear someone use a different name, mm-hmm. right? And he- use a, d- a different expression. Look out for these expressions when you hear someone use a name in a way that's not addressing someone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And write in to us if you hear that because it, it hap- it's going to happen. <laughs> exactly i agree with you michelle completely so guys go ahead
1: and hit subscribe on this podcast if you haven't done it yet to make sure you don't miss the show next time right we release four times a week right and we are here for you throughout this crazy period of time
0: right michelle definitely oh definitely guys we are here for you we are not stopping we are on the mic and we're just going to keep on going and hoping for the best exactly all right michelle
1: thanks for hanging out today and talking about this this is a good one today Thanks. This is right. fun. I'll All right, guys. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com/slash/my-score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.